Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the podcast from Secret Golf. It's the Tour Report and well, every week we preview Handicap and give you our top picks for the tournament on the PGA Tour. I'm Diane Knox-Bayless and I'll be joined by Steve Elkington in just a second. Well, this week it's off to another lush, exotic, beautiful location for the Worldwide Technology Championship at Mayacoba in Mexico. So on this podcast, well, we're going to give you everything that you need to know. Yes, and your last new name has a little kind of Spanish ring to it, Diane. I'm expecting big things out of your picks this week. Yes, we're headed to Mexico, the Mayacoba Classic, Greg Norman design, uh, Pass Palem on the greens. We'll be talking about that today, but real holiday spot for the players. Should The weather should be fantastic. Super golf course designed, as I said, by Greg Norman. A lot of good champions have won here, Diane. There's a big, strong field coming out of nowhere this week we're going to be talking about. Do you know, it's funny you say that about um, my last name, Bayless, because we went to Mexico on our honeymoon and they kept telling us that Bayless means bullets in Spanish. So we were like, they kept saying, oh, you guys have a bit of a scary last name. But I have to be honest, I feel like Mexico owes me something this week because... Last night, I discovered that somebody's hacked my credit card from when we were in Mexico and there's all these transactions and I called them up and they were like, yeah, they all originate from Mexico. So somebody ripped off my credit card and they've been spending all this money at Apple and Under Armour and all these other places. So I feel like it could be a little bit of Mexican redemption for me this week. You got shot by the bullet in Mexico. I know, right? Yeah, in a lot of ways. Anyway, um, before we talk about the tournament this week, Elk, we have to go back to last week and it was the Bermuda Championship. And it's brilliant that, you know, two weeks in a row, you can see it behind me on the PGA Tour, we're going to have these beautiful, exotic destination tournaments. But <laughs> you called it. You had picked Australian Lucas Herbert as your overall winner for the week and he went and did it. Yeah, and, you know, uh, 
we spend a lot of time handicapping golf fields and it's obviously <clears throat> it's obvious Diane, that you go to analytics a lot but i always like to think of myself what why am i at a tournament why did i go somewhere have to evaluate that and you know lucas herbert yes he's we've been looking at lucas herbert for years coming out of australia super striker been on the european tour for the last couple of years had a tremendous season over there second i think in your tour, your scottish open but he had a chance he was in the most best position i always wondered sometimes we used to say what would it be like if the money breakdown was a million dollars for first and then five thousand for everybody else that finished second would you play differently down the stretch mm-hmm. and the reason i picked lucas last week diane he doesn't want to be in europe he wants to play on the u.s tour and now he is for the next two and a half years the point is he had the most to gain and he was the one that actually pushed himself to win that tournament because if he finishes fifth or fourth or third he just gets a pile of money and he has to go back to europe he was able to push forward i talk to you all the time about why are they there and who has the most to gain and we go through the field and we talk about that but i felt like in my mind he was the next step for him was to be on the US PGA Tour, and this was his chance. He yeah. comes from a windy part of Australia. This was a windy golf course. This was perfect scenario for him. That's why we always say this is so much more than just like a golf betting show because we don't just go off the stats, and so many people do. They look at stats, they look at past performances. They're so caught up in strokes gained and how guys are playing on the tour, these trends. But there are so many other factors that you have to take into consideration. And let's be honest, the Bermuda tournament had been battered. Well, it was battered by the weather, but it had been battered in the run-up because people saw it as a very weak field. I mean, they couldn't fill the field for one thing because guys kept dropping out alternates were withdrawing so we had said you know this is an opportunity week and it's an opportunity week in many ways but for someone like Lucas who didn't have full status on the PGA Tour and I mean it's a life-changing week for him to go out there to cement his place as a winner and to lock up his card as you say for the next two and a half years. Yeah I'm not sure if you did this on purpose or not but you did leave out that I picked uh, Hideki Matsuyama to win the Zozo too on this very show and I felt like well he's the best player uh, you know the Masters champion what's left for him to do to be the first Asian major winner except win in front of his own fans in Japan uh, and of course he did that and I'm sort of inkling towards a new pick this week that you're going to be you know I don't know okay. I'm sort of leaning down a certain track this week as well <laughs> I give you the Matsuyama credit, but I don't give you so much compared to Lucas because Matsuyama was one of the favourites. He was Easy pick. Uh-huh. Easy pick. Yeah, it was an easy pick. But no, nonetheless, it was a pick. You called it. You got it right. And, um, well, the SG Tour golf gaming app, I'm going back to that because even though you'd picked Lucas Herbert on the show as your overall winner, you didn't win any of the games on the app last week. No, and the key to our game, of course, as you know better than anyone, is you have to pick four players from four different tiers of world rankings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did have Lucas, of course. I finished third in my game, uh, $10 game, one, one a little bit plus. Uh, but, yes, the key to the game, of course, is to get uh, 
or four to make the cut. Otherwise, you have to account for an 80 on a missed cut, and that just blows you apart. And you well know that, of course, Diane. Thanks. You often pick guys that you, oh, well, I wish he would play well this week because he had a baby or something. You you completely go into the new realm of handicapping. Yeah, but, so, but for last week, I will hands up and admit it, I finished dead last in the $10 game that you opened. And I checked it and was like, are you kidding me? And we laugh at me, I laugh at me, because I always pick my brother, Russell Knox. And out of my four-ball team, he was the only guy <laughs> that made the cut. He ended up finishing, I think it was 12th, 11th or 12th. But um, Hank Lebioda let me down. He missed the cut last week. All my other guys did, so whatever. But if you've never played on the SG Tour before... Our games are open this week. This is going to be a good week for it, actually, because you pick a four ball team from our four tiers of golfers and they're divided according to their official world golf ranking. So one from tier A, B, C and D, and then their accumulative score is your final score for the week. So you want to obviously get the lowest. But as Alex said, it's just key to get guys who are going to make the cut. And that's why our show is key, because we're really going to go through the course, we're going to go through the stats, and we're going to give you some names to consider for your four-ball team. And by the way, your brother, we talked very strongly about him last week, <clears throat> had a very good attitude going into Bermuda, had a had an ex-tour player on the caddy, on, on the bag, Willie Wilcox, and they had a tremendous week and finished 12th. So if you did have Russell Knox in the game, you would have been very happy with your B pick there, and that's what you had. Yes, moving on to this course, Diane, this is a very interesting golf course. Greg Norman designed it. I remember when he built it, I called him and I said, this is a fantastic golf course. Congratulations. And he said, well, why do you like it so much? And I said, well, if the wind doesn't blow, it's the most playable course in the world. It's very wide. You can see that beautiful ocean behind you. But as the golf course is built right to your left there, there's all these little caves and tributaries that wind their way on both sides of the fairways. And I said, when the wind does blow, I told Greg, it's almost impossible to hit the fairway because you've got these, you know, you have to aim at one little creek on one side to keep it in on the other side. And we've seen some of our own SG Tour players uh, win here, Pat Gaziah, Pat, Pat Perez, takes a little bit of experience. But Diane, overall this week, the stats, we're going to start with that. You're going to have to be the best guy on the field to hit greens in reg, and that's not enough. You're actually going to have to be in about the top 10 of hitting greens in reg to win this tournament. I mean, it's a par 71, 7,100 yards, so it's not a long course, and there's a lot of similarities to um, Port Royal last week in Bermuda in that one, it's not overly long. Two, I mean, look at it, it's right on the coast. So the weather is going to play a factor. I mean, we saw crazy winds in Bermuda last week. They're not going to be like that this week, but I think still like 15 to 20 mile per hour winds. And you just hit the nail on the head. We've looked back at the stat trend for the winners. Victor Hovland is defending champion. And as you say, Pat Perez is one here. Pat and Kazai are guys that we know very well. We know their games very well. But it is, it's that greens and regs that is the one that stands out. But as you say, it's then converting that and making the putt. So that seems to be the uh, the the golden formula this week. Distance is not going to be a massive massive advantage. Um, and accuracy, we looked at that too. I mean, accuracy is always important, but it's not essential this week. 
keeping it in between the little creeks that follow along the edges of the courses is important. As you noted there, Pat Perez, 70th in driving distance the week that he won, almost last in the field of the guys that made the cut. But, yeah, you know, if you hit a lot of greens, let's say, and you were playing Wingfoot, a very difficult golf course where Bryson DeChambeau won the U.S. Open, you could expect yourself to be sort of 40th or 50th in putting and still be in contention. But not this week, Diane. It's a combination of the two important stats, greens and reg, and putting together who can knock it on the green and make the putt. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking down my list, Diane, and I've added a few other little uh, sort of secret intangibles there that I'm going for because I am on a roll. I will be going for three in a row, which would be unheard of in golf gambling. It would be. It would be unheard of on our show as well. Um, you Just going back to Pat there, I just looked and saw that he was seventh in greens and reg and seventh in putts per greens and reg and had an incredible round of minus nine in round three to go on and get that win. We were actually with him as well. It, just after he had the victory it was we had arranged this shoot in San Diego with Pat and it had been booked in for months and it just so happened that it was a couple of days after he won in Mayakova so it was great to see him and celebrate his dad came and that was a really fun time and Elk well you asked him what the key to the victory was so you won the damn tournament we have this scheduled, hometown guy, San Diego, we've had this scheduled six months. You're coming down here to, to yeah. shoot a show with us at Secret Golf, and you go down and you win the OHL. What yeah. the heck going on? I don't know, it's pretty amazing. Secret Tour player Pat Perez grabbed his second PGA Tour title in November 2016, lifting the coveted hardware at the OHL Classic in Mexico. For Perez, this one was especially sweet. It feels a little more um, gratifying. I guess from you know, having the surgery and then coming back, and you know putting in all the work and then seeing it pay off. I, I knew it was going to pay off. I, I didn't think it'd be that fast. Didn't have any confidence at all, you know. So it's been a really quick turnaround for him. Pat's dad Tony never doubted his comeback kid. You know, I had my worries, but you know, he's, he's a comeback kind of guy, you know. And uh, I, you know, you don't have any doubts when they're your family. I knew just by looking at him at the tournament on TV. I knew he was, I mean, he was so aggressive, and the eyes told it all. Yeah. If you can't hit the fairway, can't hit the green, make the putt, if you don't believe anything you got in your bag, contracts don't even matter because you're not going to have a job for very long. I wanted to try another iron, and I tried the PXGs, and I, I took them to Vegas, and we went, and I hit a point break. I thought, God, HGs are unbelievable. They feel fantastic. They fly right with the ball. I'm putting them in. We're going for it. Pat has finally realized that his swing is what it is, and I think he's finally come to terms with a few things. He's getting a little older, so he, you know, there's no time like right now to play well for him. Why'd you do that? <laughs> hey, it's right by the flag! People might look at him and think he's some sort of a hippie millennial, but uh, he he really loves golf, and he, he would play it every day. He loves it. If you would have told me when I was 24 that I would have, you know, been able to play 20 years on the PGA Tour, that would have been, especially when I got kicked off the team at ASU, and... <laughs> Everybody kind of written me off that I was just going to be this mental case and there was no way I could ever do it. And, you know, I've had a lot of motivation over years of trying to prove people wrong, to be really successful for all the people that don't want me to be. Sky's the limit for him now. 
That was a fun trip. Well, Pat Perez is playing again this week, as is Patton Kazire. Actually, a bit of a stacked field. We have 13 of the top 32 players in the world. And really, the headline name is Justin Thomas, who's number seven. However, coming up on the show, we're going to go through... Well, well, we'll tell you a little bit about the favourites. We are going to give you our favourites. Then we're going to give you some names to watch and those all-important dark horror picks this week on the tour report get in the game on the sd tour golf gaming app and play four ball it's a classic stroke play competition based on the aggregate scores of four players who makes your team well pick four guys one from each tier based on the current world golf rankings want a tip you need four guys to make the cut Get in the game on the SG Tour Golf Gaming app. Available on iOS in the App Store. It's the Tour de Port this week for the Worldwide Technologies Championship at Mayakoba. Elk, it's El Chameleon Golf Club. <laughs> for someone with a last name of Bayless, that wasn't very, that wasn't a very, it's La, a la Chameleon. Chameleon. Well, that's yeah. why the trophy is that massive chameleon so that makes perfect sense but as you said it's a greg norman design this course it's stunning it's a, a great tournament to watch we've seen some brilliant victories here victor hovland last year pat perez Patton, kazire graham mcdowell actually graham mcdowell beat my brother in a playoff in 2015 but um yeah we're looking forward to the action we did talk about the fact that there are some favourites and this is a weird time of year in that it's this fall season and it's probably going to be the last time we see some of these big names that are playing. Um, Justin Thomas is really the headline name, seventh in the world. He is 11 to 1 this week. Are you going to be picking JT as your tier A pick on the SG Tour? Well, you know I love JT. I follow him on Instagram, and he looks like he's swinging great. And he's got, what is it, Bones Mackay on the bag now. So he'll be getting expert advice, of course. No, Diane, I'm not, and there's a reason that I'm not. Nobody in the world is more uh, passionate about their golfers than Mexican people. And I grew up with a guy named Carlos Espinosa, and they revere the PGA Tour so much. And there's two names, Diane, on this list. On this list, Abraham Anser, who won in won the World's Golf Championship in Memphis this year, who's just becoming one of the top 10 players in the world, and Carlos Ortiz. Now, those two are very interesting to me. Carlos Ortiz won the Houston Open at, in my town. He'll be there next week. I do believe in biorhythms. I believe players play well at certain times of the year. But Abraham Anser will be the equivalent of Arnold Palmer going into this tournament this week. He will be celebrated and yelled at in Spanish back and forth. And I've changed from my pre-production meeting with you. Keep an eye on Ortiz, but I have moved all my chips, Diane, for three wins in a row into Abraham Anser's okay. corner to solidify in everyone's mind that he's going to do it at home. Abraham Anser and Carlos Ortiz both played well here last year and 
as you say, homecoming event for them. They have always talked about the fact that playing in Mexico is just so special and the fans embrace them. The Mexican people love them. When I was, I just said I was there for my honeymoon not long ago and they have billboards. You drive, we were going to Tulum and you drive from Cancun along the road and you pass Mayakoba and they have billboards of Ortiz and of Answer and they just, you know, are celebrating them and everything that they've achieved. They both played well here last year. Ortiz finished tied for eighth and Abraham Answer just outside the top 10. But we always talk about the fact that the strength of Answer's game is his iron play, that greens and regs stat for him. Um, and I mean, it shows in his stats and it's going to show around this course. Yeah, and I, I'm looking at Ortiz's stats and I'm not seeing as good a green numbers as, as I would like to see. However, um, I have to throw all these out occasionally and go with what I think is going to happen. And as I did last week, I didn't have any numbers on Lucas Herbert and there it was. It was sitting in front of me all, all the way. Interesting thing, Diane, who is your pick? Because when I open your game on Thursday morning, I always think, well, Am I going to beat Diane this week? When you change your avatar to your two dogs, that's changed a lot for you. You were right there for a little bit. Have you changed your avatar again? Um, I might have to. I'm a little bit superstitious about things like that, so maybe I have to. But I'm going a little bit out there this week when it comes to my favourite. And the other big names, you know, Tony Finau, Brooks Kepka. I'm, I'm, you know, Harris English, I was looking at a little bit... um, you know, fine, great. You know, Ricky Fowler, could Ricky really come and do something here? He's played well here before, almost won in 2017, the year that Patton Kazire won. But my favourite this week was actually the runner-up last year when Hovland won. And that's Aaron Wise. Now, I've picked Aaron Wise quite a lot of late and he's having a brilliant fall season. I mean, he finished fifth at the CJ Cup at Summit, week before that, eighth at the Shriners. So had a great run in Vegas, had a little rest. When you look at momentum and form of this season so far, there's really nobody playing better than Aaron Wise. His numbers are green across the board, seventh greens in reg, ninth in birdie average. So we've already talked about the fact that it's going to be greens in reg and making the putts, and this guy's doing it right now. He's got a really good track record here. As I said, runner-up last year. He's made nine out of ten cuts when he's played here and carded five top 25 finishes. And you talk about the reason why guys are playing right now. This guy is on that streak of fantastic form. And Adam Wise wants to get another win on this PGA Tour. So I'm putting him at 33 to 1 as well. I thought those odds were pretty good for the way he's been playing of late. So Adam Wise is my favorite. Well, I like the recipe you put together there. I always want to know what the what the uh, focus meter is. Yes. And it's easy to bypass JT, Finau, Kepka. We don't know what their focus is. We, we do know, however, what their focus is when they come into, say, the Masters. Of course, this is not the Masters, but... There's not much on the table for them this week here is what you're saying, I think, Diane, and I agree with you. Um, Aaron Wise is an up-and-coming player. There's a lot of guys that are trying to sort of claw their way into the sort of the position, the, the, the prestige, that are, even a young guy like Zalatoris is in the field. Will he be able to get over this sort of word on the tour that he doesn't putt that well? Yeah, he hits the ball unreal. I mean, I could look down this list and say Zalatoris is going to hit every green. He's going to hit it straight. But will he be able to convert 
into the ten percent or into the top ten that week, and I'm giving him a no this week until Zalatoris. And look, this young man doesn't have to prove anything to anyone, yeah. but he's going to have to putt a little bit better, Diane, if he's going to be on our board more regularly. There was another guy that I was uh, between as well, and when we did our sheet this week based on stats and current form. Adam Wise actually did come up at the top. The The other guy that I was looking at was right behind him and that's Taylor Gooch. And again, I just think that momentum and form in this fall season is so important. And we've seen that year after year because it's giving these guys a step up before January and the Tournament of Champions starts in Hawaii because it's kind of seen as when the official season begins, even though we do have these fall events. And, you know, we have big events like the CJ Cup and the Zozo, but Taylor Gooch has had, he's coming off three top 11 finishes consecutive. And the only reason I didn't pick him as my favorite is just that Aaron Wise's stats are better. And when they have that form, they have that motivation, and then you dig into the stats, Adam Wise is just a little bit more consistent right now. But I think Taylor Gooch at 40 to 1, again, really good odds. Yes, you're hitting on it as players. People now look down the list, who they're going to be picking in their team. We have to understand, we have to think about how do they putt, how do they hit greens and reg, do they have a consistent striking game that they can keep the ball in play? You know, Brooks Kepka is a tremendous player, one of my favorite players to watch when he's on, has a tendency to push the ball or pull the ball. I just don't think this course suits Brooks that much. You know, Dustin Thomas is a very long hitter, doesn't need it all the power this week. Mm -hmm. So I'm not picking him either. So anyway, but we've, we've made some solid decisions. We'll see how it plays out. Now we have to talk about who we think is going to be hot. Exactly. We have ones to watch and we're going to really look at some high odd dark horse picks as well. Coming up on the Tour Report. Saturday is considered moving day and you can play along on the SG Tour. It's a one day stroke play competition where you select a team of four players to shoot the lowest scores of the day. Will you make big moves? Download the SG Tour Golf Gaming app on iOS now. Right, so this week it's the Worldwide Technologies Championship at Mayakoba. I love this tournament. It's always a real standout highlight of this fall season. And the field is good this week. I mean, we have a lot of Ryder Cuppers who are going to be playing. Justin Thomas, Finau, Kepka, Harris English, Shane Lowry. I mean, we can go through all the favourites. We've given you our favourites, though. And... Um, I'm Elk, I'm jumping on your kind of bandwagon from last week when you picked Lucas Herbert as the winner. And I'm just going outright and saying it's going to be Aaron Wise, last year's runner up. Well, this is what we do, Diane. We pick winners here on the show and uh, we're going to do it three weeks in a row, hopefully. OK, and your favourite. I mean, you're just so big on Abraham Answer. Especially I think Abraham Anso is the Pied Piper of Mexico right now. He won the World Golf Championship. There's enough big-name players down there, Kepka, Thomas, Finau. This will stir him up a little bit. The Mexican crowd will be very, very much behind Anso, and I just think he's up for it. He hits the ball great. The La Chameleon course that changes its color when the wind blows, Diane, and who hits it better than Abraham Anso in the wind? Yeah, do you know Nobody. 
He is such a good ball striker and that's what we always look at. And um, I feel that the question mark has always been over his putter. But he's third putting average on the PGA Tour right now. So it's, it's all heading in the right direction. Man, it would be some celebration if Answer was to win in Mexico. Yeah, this is a great week for all the people you just mentioned, all the families that go down here. You're looking behind you there. They stick their feet in the sand, let the water slap on it and have a drink with an umbrella in it. I know a lot of my players that are that are down there enjoy this week. Uh, the town is awesome down there. It's it's a great place. Yeah. Okay, right. Well, we've given you our favorites. We're going to give you now some ones to watch. So we're kind of looking at the, the middle of the field, especially when it comes to the odds. I have no idea who you're picking. So this is making it quite exciting. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. Okay. Well, I am picking someone who is coming off a win albeit a win on the European Tour. It was the BMW Championship. Billy Horschel went over to the UK. He played in the BMW. He played in Scotland. He took his dad over and because um, they get to play with an amateur at the Dunhill Links and it was his dad's birthday and he took him over. So Billy Horschel is that guy that um, he just seems to be loving life, super happy. I know that he's just building a new house just uh, along the road here in Pontevedra, but... I am looking at Billy Horschel this week and he is 28 to 1, so I'm not the only one. He finished fifth here last year. He likes this course. He's taking that winning momentum from being in Europe over here. We saw him get a win on the PGA Tour last year as well, or last season. So I think that Billy Horschel, some good numbers, pretty solid kind of middle of the road numbers. Off the tee is a strength right now. So if he can take that, convert it, if he can find a hot putter this week, which we know Billy can, you know, has for years been one of the best putters on the PGA Tour. I think this could have all the makings for a Horschel victory. Yes, of course, you're right. Horschel is one to watch on any event. Uh, Sizzler pick. It's a little bit of a stretch. He's almost a favourite, but I'm going to let you slip with it this week. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> One to BMW. He's been traveling a lot. I saw him at a soccer match over in England. So he's and he's building a new house. Could be a little distracted. That's okay. Billy's always up for it when he gets to a tournament. He's a great striker. What's left for him? He's a FedEx Cup champion. He's won on this tour. He almost made the Ryder Cup. That was a little controversial, but not really. Uh, it turns out the Ryder Cup didn't need Billy, but he he like he plays with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, and, and it'll be interesting to me if he can keep that chip going just a little bit to get up over on this week. The only thing I don't like this week are his odds because I felt that his odds were going to be a little bit higher. So I'd had him in my head that I was going to pick him. And then when I saw his odds, I was like, ah, I was hoping he was going to be around about like 60 to one, but it's fine. We're going to run with it at plus 2,800. Okay. Well, you, you, I know you're dying to hear my pick. I am. (laughs) Well, when I think about this golf course, <clears throat> Diane, I think about who can play this course when the La Chameleon turns its colours off and makes it really windy, and who can hit these narrow fairways and keep ball striking its way around this course. We've seen, we know what the formula is. Mm-hmm. This guy that I'm going to tell you has had almost an awesome year. When I say awesome, he almost was there at the U.S. Open almost was led the tournament for like three straight days out of Torrey Pines. Hits a power draw 
And when you have a, a certain ball flight that you rely on, Diane, right to left, right to left is the best ball flight to play into the wind with because it has a little less spin on it. Left to right is not as good, more spin. I'm picking this week Russell Henley. I think there's some uh, I think there's some meat on the bone there, so to speak. He wants to get his name on a trophy badly. He's been so close, you're right. I thought the US Open um, was going to be his and just a, a bad Sunday. He's been so close for, I, I think, for the past year we've been talking about this. He has been so close. But um, you're right. I mean, that the greens and reg, proximity, putting, that's what I think of when I think of Russell Henley. And he's been through the washer. Mm -hmm. He's been through the US Open pressure, so that's not going to be affected. I just think I just I like everything about Russell Henley's. I like his game, but I particularly this week I like the right to left ball flight. Okay, the other guy that I was just looking at there, who I was very close to picking, because his numbers are good on a course like this. I mean, his numbers are good in general, but he does play well on a course like this. Is Kevin Streelman? Um, he is thirteenth in total driving right now, twelfth in greens and reg, and he is seventy to one. So. I was. I think that there's got to be value in, you know, a, a good finish for Kevin Streelman, maybe a, a top 10, top 15. Yeah, he's had a good season, was right there in PGA, US Open, the Open, Champions, Open Championship. He's played good all year. Good friend of mine, Caddy's for him. Best, they keep their game very tight. They're always working on their weaknesses. He's the kind of player, if you were a betting person, Streelman's a guy that you can rely on because he's always, when he comes to the tournament, he's got a young family. When he comes to the tournament, it's all business. They work together on only work on their weaknesses, trying to build them up. So, yeah, Streelman's always keeps his game really nice and tidy. We talked about, I used to talk about when guys like Greg Norman, Tiger Woods came to the golf tournaments, Diane. They were there for one thing. They were there to win. They weren't there to go fishing. They weren't going on boat cruises. They weren't doing anything else. They were there to win. A lot of guys do a bit of both. Uh, Streelman is all business when it comes to the golf course. Okay. So we're going to go into dark horse picks. And the dark horse picks, the rule is they have to be over 100 to 1, right? That's my rule that I made. And what, what are you going to say? I've got one that's all in the 90s. Will that be okay? <laughs> I'll let you off with it. Um, but the good thing about these guys is these are the guys in our D flight predominantly, some of them will fall into other flights, but when you look at tier D on the SG Tour golf gaming app, a lot of the time you will find these guys in there. And Elk, that's, that's almost my favorite tier to pick, just because you've got guys that, they need a good week. You know, these are guys that are lower down in the world golf rankings when it comes to the field. And, I've been looking at guys in tier D who have been playing well and have the motivation right now. And that's kind of where I'm at with my pick. You're right. If you pick a good D in our game, you're almost going to win the game because the ones up above, <clears throat> for the most part, you're going to, you can pick some solid players that are going to make the cut, whether it's ABC. So the D almost does always win the game. But here's my problem this week is that Russell is in tier D. Oh, that's excellent. You told me that. I would have found it anyway, but Russell yeah. Knox is a top tenner this week with the way he does. I know. His, yeah. He's had like 
three or four top 10 finishes here. So that's fine. Um, but I have two names because I, I, let's be real, I probably will pick him, but I have two other names. Um, I have two names too, to be honest. Okay, cool. That's good. Because one of my guys, when we did our sheet, he came all the way up to number six. And when I really looked into it, 250 to one for Tyler Duncan who has performed well at this course before and his numbers are really solid across the board. 21st greens in reg, 25th in birdie average and coming off of a 14th place finish in his most recent start. So Tyler Duncan at 250 to one, that is really good and just had a baby. He's a new dad. So he's got all that motivation. <laughs> See, I told I'm you. Yeah. And who's your other one? My other one at 125 to one is Keith Mitchell. And Keith Mitchell had a really good end to the 2021 season. And what, he had like a top 10 at the Northern Trust, almost won the Northern Trust. He finished in a tie for third at the CJ Cup just a few weeks ago. When he gets going, that man is a birdie machine. So the proximity stat, and if he can get that hot putter, I love Keith Mitchell this week at 125 to one. Those are great picks. My picks, one will be very predictable, but the other one won't be at 97 to one, Peter Malnati. 97 to one? What? 97 to one. I mean, you can check it. I mean, <laughs> I think they did that just so I wasn't allowed to pick him at 100. But, um, we'll round it up. <laughs> he's one of the best putters in this field. We don't need any length this week. We know Pat Perez. Some of these guys have won this tournament. Graham McDowell, you don't, your brother, they've all been there. Was you got to hit it straight, and you got to hit a lot of greens. You got to putt good. Malnati is probably one of the best putters on the tour. He's in form. Okay. But Diane, my real dark horse pick this week is my friend Pat Perez. If there was going to be two weeks on the <laughs> tour that are his favorite, I've told this story so many times on this show that he is why I'm going to pick Pat again. He <laughs> loves this tournament so much, and he's. He told me, he went to Japan, the Zozo, and he said it was so cold and so wet, he couldn't even swing because he had so much, he had all the wrong gear. But he said, the good news is I was putting like like the greatest Ben Crenshaw. Okay. And next week he's coming to Houston. He's going to be staying with me. These are his favorite, these are his favorite, two, <laughs> his favorite two weeks on tour. Mexico, coming to Elk's house because I feed him all week. He sits in the guest house. He's the happiest guy in the world. He's got a new baby. He needs FedEx Cup points. And yeah. these are his two weeks that he has focused on because he's going to shut it down after this for quite a while. And so he's got all of his chips into these two weeks. Of course, he knows. Of course, he won here. I don't know what he's going to do next week, but this week, he's my dark horse. Okay. I'm just looking at And he's 90, he's 90 to 1, by the way. You, yeah. you gave me 10 <laughs> points on him, too. He's not 100 to 1 either. <laughs> but... <laughs> He did. Uh, okay. I mean, I, I would put Pat as a dark horse, even though he's a past champion here, just because of all the reasons you just said. But we know Pat very well. You know him better than most people. And it's um, a lot of the time, it's a bit of a, a, a motivation thing for him. And I don't think he's had that really in the events that he's played so far in this fall season. But being a past champion here, loving the place, enjoying this two week stretch. Well, they think he, they think he's a Mexican national down there. They they, they think he's you know Perez. They think he's one of them. So he feels like 
Yeah, he feels like the mariachi bands are there for him when he goes down there. So he feels like <laughs> Abraham answered this week when he goes back. They love him down there. Okay. Doesn't great. speak one word of Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> like you. Like me. I know Bayless means bullets. That's probably about it. And Ola. Yeah. Okay, right. Those are good. So I'm thinking Tyler Duncan, Keith Mitchell as my dark horses, and you're all about Peter Malnati and Pat Perez. It's a good board this week. I'm interested to see how it's going to play out. And um, remember, you have to get that four ball team picked for the SG Tour Golf Gaming app. It is interesting this week because you have to pick one guy from each tier. And the way it works, there's some real golden eggs in tier C and tier D. So you have to kind of dive in there and take a look and then put together that team. First of all, that you think they're all going to make the cut. And then secondly, the guys that are going to make some birdies. Yeah, and it's easy to play. You, you know, get the SG Tour app. There's a little space between SG and Tour on the App Store. But I've opened up a couple of public games. So once you're all registered and you're in, you can go to public games, see Elk's big Mexico game. I think I've got a couple open in there. So we're going to have fun. We always do. And if I win this week, I mean, it's just retirement time. Elk picks three in a row with the trophy. This will be amazing. And it's all chips in on Abraham answer this week. Somebody um, messaged us on Twitter and said, please tell Elk, thank you for helping to pay off my mortgage. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> wow, <laughs> he's got a lot of faith in you anyway. Well, you know, we tried hard, Diane. I think the best thing we have going is we know the tour players really well and we have a little bit of a feel sometimes away from the stats. And that's, and you know what? Hey, that's uh, industry privilege. We, I was out there for 30 years and I know a lot about it. So we'll right. take it. Wow, what a week we've got coming up. So um, we're going to end Mayakoba, then go off to Houston, which is obviously your home event. And we all and I'll be bringing that. some very exciting things there. I think I might have a live show there with Pat. I don't know, or Leishman, <laughs> <Yeah>. or... <laughs> but, Elk, the other main event is on Sunday. The new season of Yellowstone begins with the two-hour season premiere. That's important, but not as important as tonight, game six of the Houston Astros versus Atlanta Braves, Diane. They're back at the Juice Box, our famous stadium, Minute Maid Park. I won't be there. I'm in Philadelphia playing a famous Tillinghouse golf course, the Philadelphia Cricket Club with my friends from Golf Genius, Chris Kohlmeyer is my partner. Looking forward to being around that gem for the next two days in 45-degree weather, but I've got all my gear, Diane. I can't wait. I feel like I'm in Scotland. I think you're going to disappoint uh, the golf Twitterati, though, because when you were at the Astros game last week, you had a very, um, I mean, I thought it was incredible, your Astros shirt. And I mean, you were almost like trending on Twitter because of this shirt. I was reading articles on all these like on <laughs> golf.com, Golf Digest. They were all talking about your shirt. When I did a retro line, I designed a retro line 10 years ago, and I made that colors for that particular reason of the Houston Astros. It was a throwback, you know, Jimmy Demerit wore the big Vs. It was an awesome style back in the 50s. I had that one shirt for the right time, Diane. I dropped them on them in game two, bought the win in for the Astros. My wife saw all this stuff. I showed her. I said, look at all this stuff about, and she's like, is anyone left in the world that doesn't know that you're outrageous when you go to games or you wear outrageous stuff? I mean, 
what what is wrong with these people? They should know by now. It's so funny because you were always known as such a classy dresser on tour, and the shirt was perfect. I was like, people are just. I, just I delivered the V for victory in game two, and that is my, uh, the owner of the team saw me in his restaurant after and said, where the hell were you in game one with that shirt? So oh. that's all I need, validation for my shirt, Diane. V for victory. Right, Elk, thank you so much. Have a great time up in Philly. And next week, we're going to have so much on the tour report for the Houston Open. Play Money Crapper on the SG Tour. Instead of strokes, it's all about the cash. You pick a team of four players, one from each tier, and scoring is based on the money that your team wins. Your guys miss the cut? No problem, you're still in the game. The SG Tour Golf Gaming App, available on iOS in the App Store. Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.